you know what? I think we're just going to jump in. We're not going to have an opening because I don't have anything funny to say today. Because I don't have anything funny to say. It's nine in the morning. I just woke up. Actually, you know what? Here's my funny thing to say of the day. I was thinking, I was like, whatever, getting up. And um, you know when people are like blind react to this video? Um, I don't feel like my computer's slow. Like, like you like record your reaction to it before. Right. Like blind react to it. I was like, okay. I feel like I'm blind. Like this is like my blind reaction to like the day. Like I really just like really just woke up. So wake up my, and do a podcast. <laughs> this is my blind reaction to um Wednesday. <laughs> All right, roll intro. This is throwing down with Jess and Lily. That makes no sense. You can be funny and not be offensive. The same way this is your workspace, this is my workspace. It's never just sports. It's never just sports. It's never just sports. You'll be a little smarter and we'll be a little smarter and it will be great. I was close to being right. You know what's interesting? If you don't agree with this, then just turn us off. Oh, all right. On that note, we're throwing down. Three, two, one. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Throwing Down with Jess and Lily. I'm Lily Caffey Levine. And I'm Jess King. And we are going to be talking about Serena Williams, um, one of our favorite topics, because her and Naomi Osaka are playing each other um, in the semifinals tonight at 10 p.m. in Australia, in the Australia Open. Um, And this will be, um, I believe she is going, Serena Williams is going for her... um, 24th Grand Slam title um, in an attempt to tie Margaret Court's record. But before we get into that, Jess is going to tell us what's going on in the world other than the obvious. Yeah. Um, so I woke up and wanted to give you guys some feel good stories because we're doing this in the morning and I don't want to yell this morning. Um, and we feel like garbage also. Yeah. Important some, to note. Some things never change though. Um, <laughs> on Sunday night, Cam Newton actually posted a vlog, like a short little video to his YouTube page um, that was focused on his fashion taste that's known so well across sports and pop culture, actually. Um, And it's specifically talking about his hats and this new hat company that he made called Mashika. Um, and so he's quoted in the video saying, I quote, spent thousands and thousands of dollars, maybe even millions of dollars on clothes that I've only worn once. Like, okay, that's kind of weird. But he followed that with one of, with saying that his new year's resolution this year is to not buy high fashion in return. He wants to be buying more. He wants to be more vintage of a thrift store shopper, um, and not send, spend so much money on clothes he claims that one of his stress diffusers is to shop that's one thing i don't have in common with cam newton amongst a whole bunch of other things and he said it's because quote swag isn't on you it's in you okay i have a lot of thoughts on this and i i didn't know this before just said this like any of this but um I want to do like a whole episode on this. I feel like I could talk, like we're trying to do like a short episode today, but I feel like I could talk about this forever. That's so cool. First of all, if you think I didn't immediately go to the website, you are so (laughs) wrong because as you were talking, I absolutely pulled up the website. Um, He buys a new hat for every outfit, which was one of the the searches that came up on Google when I Googled Cam Newton hats. Um, Okay, that's really cool. I really, really love that. And I really like his, 
kind of his own personal quest to like shop vintage more, shop shop thrift more, kind of like reduce reuse rather than like constantly buying a new thing because like the fashion industry is really big. It has a huge impact on the environment. Uh, I actually, weirdly, of all the things, I have terrible style, but that's okay. Um, one of my best friends, Isabel Holden, this is her business card right here, actually. You can always see it if you're watching this. Um, she She's a designer. Um, she also went to marriage with us. Um, and she, in her own kind of like personal fashion, was I was talking to her and she was like, this year I really want like kind of like a new year's resolution but just kind of like a, a lifestyle thing like she was like I really only want to if I'm buying something I want to shop small like I, I only want to buy from um designers or brands that I know or that are small or that are doing good in the world rather than just like the fast fashion like she's her kind of own personal brand is sustainable fashion um and so she was like I kind of want to make my own personal commitment to that and I might be like paraphrasing and like what she said is like much more detailed and like smarter than I'm saying it but um so and I when she told me this I was like that is so cool so she kind of put together like this whole outfit once and it, it was everything she got in the outfit was from a small brand or a small designer or a small business and I thought that, that was so cool um I've been lucky enough to like kind of do some of that shopping with her and like see see how it works and it's so cool so seeing people I know in like the fashion community doing that I think is so cool because like much better for the environment and better for small businesses and stuff like that. And then having someone like Cam Newton doing something like that is just probably really good for that industry as well. So awesome. Mm. That's so cool. I love that. I, it's weird because like when he first said that he spent so much money on clothes, it's like, oh my God, everybody does that. Like people who can spend yeah. that type of money, they'll spend things like that. And I mean, it's nice seeing somebody who like values fashion so much kind of trying to do something and someone and who is kind of like an other people like yeah. to want to do something like that um and so moving on um on jeopardy on tuesday night all three contestants had nothing to say to the guest host ken jennings um regarding a question about jimmy butler uh the question was exactly how it's written recently this baller barista launched big face coffee and turned his new team the miami heat into a title contender and they had nothing to say they had nothing to say i mean it doesn't surprise me at all but also i just feel like if i'm gonna go on jeopardy first of all let me preface by saying i would never go on jeopardy <laughs> Jessica, that's sitting in front of you would never go on because i would simply know nothing besides what i just know about and if you're going to go on that, I feel like you have to know everything. And a lot of these contestants always get stumped by like pop culture questions. And that's where they lose out so many, like so much money. And I mean, I don't know. It's just like, it's Jimmy Butler. I mean, I didn't really, I'm not familiar with his coffee brand. I'm not either. Um, that's a big thing now. Like a lot of celebrities yeah. have coffee brands now. We should but do I, a I don't taste like test. know his that well. Yeah. I mean, my coffee machine's broken. That'd be great right now. So, um, <laughs> I mean, do better. Uh, um, weirdly enough, Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife, is in the hot seat because she posted a nude picture of herself on Instagram. There's no like complete visual like of everything. It's just obviously she's naked. Um, and it was like to promote some work that she's doing for a publication um, in like body image, positive body image and things like that. Um, but everyone's freaking out because back in December of 2015, she tweeted, quote, everyone's 
into barely wearing clothes these days, huh? Not my style. I like to keep the good stuff covered up for the one who matters. I mean, I don't know. I think my thing is like her body, her choice. And if she said that, I think, I don't think that's a great thing to say because she can feel that way. And maybe that's what she meant by it. Like if I'm interpreting it wrong, that's very possible. Like she might've meant it by like, for her, that's just what she wants to do, which is her body, her choice. Style, but everyone's doing it. Yeah. And it kind of is your style. If it came off negative, maybe that was a mistake or maybe she did mean it to be negative. I don't know. Um, but I think a, she's allowed to change her mind. Um, and then again, her body, her choice, if she doesn't want to great for her, if she does want to great for her, if that, if she switched great for her too, as long as you're not like telling other people what to do. Right. Um, I mean, 2015, when you think about it, kind of was, I mean, it feels like so long ago. That was um, like six, five, six years ago. Then again, like we are sitting here saying like, oh, good for her. She posted a new photo on Instagram, like whatever, do your thing, girl. But then it's like, she wasn't saying do your thing, girl, to all the girls in 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe she's learned or maybe she's grown. I don't know. Interesting. People, but the, I think the thing is, is like, people are just always going to have something to say about what you're doing. Of course. Like no matter, like if you're she either didn't doing too that, much, you're not doing enough. If she didn't tweet that, all the underground men in their parents' basements would be freaking out at her anyway. So yeah, exactly. Like people win. are going to be mad anyways. You can't win. Um, okay. So moving on to the Australian Open. Serena Williams. No, Naomi Osaka. Let's talk. I'm pumped. I'm so pumped. Because like in 2018, when Naomi Osaka beat her, it was like that year when she got into a fight yelling at the ump and stuff like that. And like, you know, he said you were illegally communicating with your coach to Serena Williams. And she ended up, I mean, I like, I think that Naomi Osaka ended up winning because she did get a lot of points off of things that I necessarily didn't agree with in the calling of that match. Mm -hmm. um about Serena communicating with her boss and I mean yeah she kind of had a bit of a temper I guess in her response but men have tempers all the time in sports so it was really just something that I completely overlooked and didn't really think much of it yeah Um, I mean I think I think for me like I just if she's angry about it I think she has every right to be and I think people like if yeah she's angry about a call you have every right to be angry about a call whether or not you're right about it is then later decided but like if you feel I'm not even like if you if you feel angry about it I think like as long as you're being respectful um and not I mean like and not being like violent about it like I think right I don't know why people have such a problem with it because that's that's the the issue is that it's not even like met this is like such a, a hot topic because the issue isn't even that men aren't um criticized for being angry but men are celebrated for it like that's entertainment that's like top-notch right sports tv when it happens um if if there was a fight during an nba game which by the way was the entire 80s um it would be the cannot miss a game of the night or of the week or of the year like everybody would be like turn this game on right now um but then Serena Williams is criticized for it. They make racist, racist cartoons about it. Um, and then even this week, I forget who, whoever she was playing. I can't remember who it was, but threw her racket and everyone was tweeting or whatever. Like, it looks like playing Serena Williams is a really frustrating thing as it should be because she's so good. Um, and yeah, I bet people there was no racist cartoon. Yeah, there was no racist cartoon made about that. Like there's just such a clear bias in the gender aspect and the race aspect. Um, and people are so like, 
obvious about it. Like people are so be so be being so obviously racist and sexist about issues like this, um, which is very like showing of where we're at in this country um, in the in all of society and then especially in sports. So something kind of weird happened um, in Australia during the time of the Australian Open. I guess it's not weird. It's kind of the new normal now. Um, on Thursday, the fans will, so tomorrow the fans will be a, allowed back when Naomi Osaka and Serena Williams face off in this matchup we spent the whole episode talking about. Um, they went, the Victorian government sent the, it sent the state into a five-day lockdown period because the total number of active COVID cases went up to a whopping 13 cases. Mm, um, it's almost like they don't want more people to get COVID. Weird, right? Not really. Um, <laughs> so fans have been in, an att- in attendance over the last 10 days. A total of those fans that attended the games was at nine, 98,512. Um, last year, over the same 10-day period, there were 650,000 fans there. Um, so it's kind of weird. I mean, they seem to have it all under control. The state only had, they tracked 12 more cases that appeared since the lockdown, but now everyone's kind of accounted for and they are locked down and back in business. Mm. Lockdowns work, I guess. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Um, so, I mean, that'll be, that's great if they can get people watching it COVID safely. Um, but as far as the match goes, um, they, Williams and Osaka have met up um, or matched up um, in the only previous Grand Slam matchup they have is in the 2018 U.S. Open, like we talked about earlier. Um, But they have played each other three other tournaments where Serena Williams has won twice and Naomi Osaka has won once. So that being said, um, Serena Williams is going for her third win against Osaka, Osaka going for her second. However, like we said, Naomi Osaka has never lost she has yet to lose in six semifinal or final appearances um at 23 years old so basically this is where she shows up like this is where if she makes it this far she's she is like yeah, all in Osaka she's not always all anyway. in but she's the favorite to win but Serena Williams is also going for her 24th Grand Slam title so it feels like they're both kind of at this like pivotal career point but at very different points in their careers where Osaka is like um I mean, this is like one of the big storylines. Serena Williams is tennis and Naomi Osaka is the future of tennis. Um, And so Naomi Osaka, it is, she has very much so held her own being so young. Like it has never been like a, she's young. So she's not there yet. She very much so like has been coming out full force and doing fantastic in the, like the few years that her career has been very prevalent. Um, And so while while Osaka is the favorite, I feel like it really just is kind of anybody's match um, in that it's going to be, first of all, like we talked about like must-watch games in the NBA, like this is a must-watch match. Like the two of them going up against each other in the semifinals is going to be huge. And it's going to be a huge story no matter who wins. Either Serena Williams is going to be going for her 24th title in the finals or Naomi Osaka is going to have her gonna still have never lost in the semifinals or finals and so it's like whoever wins it's gonna be huge um i'm excited well, i think it's gonna be, be really good. awesome because like, naomi Everybody osaka and it. serena williams have both been huge in the social justice movement as of late naomi osaka with her um masks um that had names on them 
throughout the summer like they are people that are are making it clear that they're not standing for what's been going on yeah that's great and they should because they are such influential people because they and have everybody it. should watch them in return um because if you wake up tomorrow and you're gonna hate yourself that you didn't watch it tonight so do awesome. it anyway it's gonna be so good like it's gonna be really it's gonna be like good old sports like this is like classic like two of the greatest playing each other you wouldn't miss it if it was brady mahomes you didn't miss it when it was brady mahomes I watch like this too. If I did. It's just it's just really exciting oh. to see them like Serena Williams is obviously like very deep into her career with no signs of slowing down. And again, I've said this like a million times, but it's the obvious like storyline here in Osaka is like the future of tennis. And so seeing them play against each other is just gonna be freaking crazy. And yeah. I'm really excited for it. Naomi, um, because- Naomi Osaka and her boyfriend posed for uh GQ's like cover, like Ma- Oh, Ma- about Ma- the couples. They're so cute they are cute i hope i'm glad she's she's she looks so happy like that was she the thing is of like, so cute no because i mean i my thing with that if i was like why are we like making it why are we making like a thing about couples like why don't we make a thing about just like the athletes you know what i mean but also then i saw it and i was like she looks really happy like she looks really really happy and not just like because here's the other thing like models i think and maybe no naomi osaka is really good at modeling i don't know but the models can like they're acting you know what i mean right Th- like that's actually her and her boyfriend she's an athlete she's not a model so maybe acting like she's happy isn't like at the forefront of her like i don't know skill set and so seeing that i was like oh she's like really happy i was like oh so um sweet. good for her no i love seeing like i love seeing i just pulled up the image again on my laptop the these awesome people like really thriving um so, so i don't know watch it it's yeah. gonna be amazing Watch it and cover it fairly. Work to cover it free of sexism, being anti-racist, all of that. Um, all the good things. All the good things. Should we um, go to tweets? Let's do some tweets. So I have, I have one. It's specifically for you because I, and then we often disagree on things like this. <laughs> I don't think we'll disagree on this per se, but, um, but you'll, we both have a, you, you'll, you'll like it. Um, why does my boyfriend want every movie we watch to be good? Like, give it a rest. <laughs> and I, I like that personally from the, under the umbrella of, I love bad romantic comedies. Like if it's funny and it's lighthearted and it's good in the end, like I'm in, I'm all in, even if it's not objectively good or well done. I just, I don't have attention spans for movies that much. I, I think everybody, you know this, everybody who's listening probably knows this. So I'm a big TV show kind of gal. Yeah. So if I'm going to watch a movie, I want it to be, I want to keep my attention. Yeah, of course. Basically. I, yeah, I, I just won't, I won't pay attention. I'll go on my phone. I'll play a game. Meanwhile, like a show I could binge watch all night and be like done with it. And that's yeah, like, I don't know what it is about me. It's not great either, but it, it worked for me. <laughs> Um, okay, so my tweet, rap beef is funny when you think about it. Two or more grown men so angry that they are driven to recite poetry over an instrumental. Wait, I really like, like that, actually. <laughs> like, when you think about, like, Drake's back-to-back, like, <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, you guys are sitting with your bodyguards in your car, and, like, it's not like I'm saying, like, rappers aren't hard or whatever. Like, it's just sometimes they're just not anymore (laughs) it's hilarious i don't know man um all right well this has been another 
episode of Thrown Down with Jess and Lily. I'm Lily Caffey Levine. I'm Jess King. And uh, watch the Australia Open tonight. And, and always. It's never just sports. Tennis is cool. Sorry. What were you Tennis saying? Tennis is cool and it's never just sports. <laughs> Thanks for watching or listening. Um, this is, I don't even know what I say now. We'll this see you next it. time. This, this is it. it. This is it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>